Today, Scott Hoffman, who's been serving as a deacon at our church for many years, is going to share about how God has uh, shifted his sense of calling to serving as an elder. Scott. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. Um, so a little background on me. Uh, so uh, my wife, Andrea, and I were married uh, back in 1991. Um, we have four boys. The oldest two are in college and get home this week, so we're excited about that. And the youngest two are still at home with us. Um, so my background. Um, I did not grow up as a Christian. Uh, my parents probably would have, on a census survey, would have checked Christian in the box, but we were not active Christians. We maybe went to church you know, twice a year, Easter and Christmas, but weren't involved in a church at all. So I did not grow up in a, in a church, um, but uh, had a fairly happy childhood and uh, went to college, got a degree in engineering, and then after college, um, got hired to work here at Pax River. Uh, so um, came to work here, and um, after I'd been working here a couple years, there was a new engineer that came into my branch, and uh, he was a Christian. And so we became friends, uh, just young engineers working here, and, um, and he would talk to me about his faith, and um, was a really good friend, and was never pushy, just kind of shared uh, how he felt about things and, and his view of the world. And um, he started talking about heaven and, and how you have to be a born again Christian to get into heaven. And um, so that got me concerned, because I started thinking, well, wow, with what he's saying, I'm not sure that I'm in or not. And so that really started working on me and kind of bothering me. So I finally decided I needed to investigate some to see if I was good enough to be into heaven or not. So I decided the best way is to go to a church and see what they had to say. And um, I didn't want him to know I was investigating, so I didn't go to his church and decided to go to this one instead because I knew a couple guys that went to this church and they seemed okay. So I thought, okay, I'll try this church. So I um, talked to Andrew about it and said, hey, let's, let's try going to church. I'm curious about this stuff. So we started coming to Cornerstone um, that was back in 1995, late 1995, and um, so we came the first time, and people were friendly, and we enjoyed the message, and so we kept coming back every Sunday and hearing the gospel faithfully preached, and then uh, after we'd been coming here for about two months, two and a half months, um, Terry Baxley, who was the pastor then, he asked if he could come to our house and visit us with a couple of other people from the church, so they came to our house and shared the gospel with us. And, uh, and we accepted it and became believers on that evening uh, in our living room back in 1996. Um, so uh, another thing that I learned uh, later on as part of kind of my testimony um, is that uh, when I started working, um, there was a test pilot that came in. I was a test engineer. A test pilot that came in, Rob Neewanner, a lot of people know him from here. And uh, he was in a kind of Bible study at work. And um, so he, in that Bible study, started praying for me, asking the group to pray for me. They had a prayer list, and they were, he was praying for my salvation, starting back in 1989 or 1990. So uh, he eventually, his tour ended, and he left and went on to his next thing. The group continued to meet, continued to pray for me, and then uh, he ended up coming back to Pax River on a second tour, and the group was still praying for me on their list. And then around that time is when I finally came to Cornerstone and became a believer, and uh, that first day I walked into Cornerstone, there was another person that I didn't know that was in this prayer group that had been praying for me for like six years. And he came in, and I introduced myself, and he was just shocked, and I didn't know why. And I later learned it's because he'd been praying for me. I had no idea who I was. There was this name he was praying for for the last six years for my salvation. And there I was 
in the church. So, um, so pretty cool. So I, I definitely believe in prayer and uh, the purpose of just staying committed to that. Um, so that's definitely a big part of my, uh, my testimony. So um, anyone, so I became a believer. Uh, another thing that was really important is the new owners were Rob and Natalie were back here again and invited Andrew and me to uh, do a Bible study with them. So we started studying with them for probably about two years, meeting in their house and going through Bible studies, uh, memorizing scripture. So we really grew. Um, another thing that Andrew and I did is we got involved right away. We started um, helping out with the nursery. Uh, I started teaching Sunday school. And then the church decided it wanted to build a new building, a new sanctuary building. So I joined the building committee, and then eventually I, was, um, I became the head of the building committee, and the result was, was this sanctuary building. We built this. And so that was cool in that um, I think none of us on that committee actually knew how to build a big building like this, but God used us anyway, and it happened. So, uh, so that was a pretty cool thing that God did. Um, but uh, through that, then um, uh, I kind of had a... Uh, a knack, I guess, maybe for the finances involved with the building and, and facility stuff. So that kind of seemed like a natural fit to um, go into the diaconate. So I became a deacon uh, while we were building, and uh, I've been one ever since then. Um, and I've really enjoyed serving the church because I, I really believe in what Cornerstone does because I came in as a seeker not knowing the Lord at all. And um, so through Cornerstone, became a believer and have grown a lot in, uh, in my faith uh, while being here. So, um, so why now an elder? Um, first of all, I want to say that I don't see deacon as a stepping stone to elder. They're just separate calls. They're just distinct separate calls. And um, so when I first got here, I definitely was, uh, felt that calling towards the caring for the facilities and kind of felt needs, um, those important deacon duties. But, um, but as I've continued to grow, uh, my... Um, I felt my heart kind of changed, a lot more concerned with uh, spiritual things, spiritual condition of people um, in the church and that visit the church. Um, so uh, I feel God's been really tugging me in that way. And, um, and there's a few things that have happened over the course of the last uh, several months. So uh, last summer I was nominated to be an elder. And when I was first nominated, um, my reaction was, I don't think I really want to do that. I'm a deacon. I like doing that. I don't really want to be an elder. Um, but I committed to pray about it and see what God had for me. And as I did that, um, a few different things happened. One thing I saw, um, I think just God put in my, in front of me, a couple of cases of struggles or brokenness within the church. And I felt like in each case, as I kind of was praying for those folks, um, he was telling me, you need to get involved. You should be helping, um, not just on the sideline. And then, um, the next thing I saw was, uh, right now, Cornerstone has three ruling elders, which is not very many for a church of this size, and um, I knew they were working really hard trying to manage a lot of different shepherding cases, and um, again, I felt God was telling me, why aren't you getting involved? Why are you not helping? You need to be helping. And, and then finally, um, the last one was, I was excited when Walt said he was going to go work on his uh, doctorate degree, and I thought, that's great, but how's he going to do that? Because, you know, the... the um, job as an elder, him being the, uh, an elder is so busy, how's he going to find time to work on a doctorate while, with all the shepherding stuff? And so I was praying for him, um, working on his doctorate. I felt like God was telling me, why don't you go help? This is how you can help him do this, is take some of the load off him by helping and being an elder. I just felt like I kept getting that with every, everything I saw. That was like the lens that God put in front of me. 
So I, I really do feel like God's been calling me to that and um, preparing me for that through uh, giving me leadership roles at work and uh, here at church, um, coaching soccer teams. And, uh, and I feel like he's saying, this is what I want you to do. So, um, so what I ask of you then is that um, if you have questions for me, that you'll ask them. And uh, if you want to get to know me better, um, that you'll pray. Uh, I think I have been praying about this, and I think this is what God's calling me to. I've had some close friends, people that know me well, that have prayed for me, and, and they've encouraged me and said, yeah, I think God's calling you to this. My wife, um, I wouldn't be standing here if she didn't encourage me and say, yeah, I think God's calling you to this as well. And so she also is supportive. So um, I ask that you would be praying, and uh, when it comes time to vote, it's not, I'm not trying to you know, I thought I don't just feel like a campaign speech. I'm not campaigning for the job. I really want discerning of what people think uh, is God's will. I don't want to be an elder if it's not God's will for me to do that. Um, so my heart really is to, um, to serve the body of believers because I know what this church has meant to me and my family um, from becoming believers and helping us grow and providing a family, a church family for us. And um, I feel like he has... Uh, really put a burden on my heart that I just see uh, the Jesus-shaped hole that's in a lot of our hearts and, uh, and trying to work to help people see that that's what they need. So um, the idea of being an elder still kind of scares me at times, uh, just because I know some of it's going to be a, a burden and um, maybe a struggle at times, uh, helping people that are, that are struggling, but I do believe that's what God is calling me to do. I appreciate your prayers. Thank you.